bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey Ma, the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny, Jesus. Your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show, and I am so excited to be joined by what I think is radio's greatest crew, right? Right? We're missing one of our guys. Broke foot. Really sad. He's on the injured list. Y'all should have been a part of that conversation I had. I hope he's listening. I said, look, Q, we can carry you. We could carry We could carry you. just prop his foot up over here. <laughs> That's what I told him. Get him a wireless mic. I said, I'll I give mean, you my mic. Fine. We'll prop your foot. I said, I said, me and Derek can carry you up the stairs. I don't know about that. His, tra- his, his trainer wasn't buying it. Oh, he's got a trainer? He does. He's legit. Okay. Too legit to quit. Uh, also, in the studio with me, if you hear him, we just figured out it has been six weeks since we've been together. It's been a long time. This is one of my favorite, favorite people in this room. Some of my favorite people in my life. Love these guys. To my right, it's been a while. Been okay? a minute. So, forgive me for what I'm about to say. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The Pee Wee Herman of Radio. That's right. Derek Martin. I purposely wore a hat so I didn't fix my hair. So that, yeah, <laughs> it was strategic. Just wear a hat. Man, I love this. But it's guy. good to be here. You're I'm excited. One of the funniest guys ever. Also, one of the funniest guys, and this is why I keep them around me because they make me laugh all the time. One of my best friends, also known as Gladiator. This, Gladiator. If you were watching the shows, you'd understand. So we'll call him Gladiator today. My good friend Ricky Phillips. Welcome back, guys. How are y'all? We're so What's good, up, Rick? man. Yeah. So, Ricky, is he laughing at us or is he? I am not. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you guys are. At least, at least we have names. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't have one of those. I don't. I didn't get my one. temperature checked at the door either when I got here. You so. know, you don't have to say stuff like that. <laughs> All of a sudden, no. he starts no. coughing. No. <laughs> Also in the studio, guys, none of us could do this show nope. without the magician of the board, right? The Willy Wonka. The oh, Willy Wonka of radio, <laughs> the Steven Spiegel. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? 
we were talking great. Yeah, we're great. And we were talking about the Ohio State, the Alabama. We have the Willy Wonka the. of radio. It's all ca- It's like capital T, capital H, capital E. That's right. Wow. The. That's right. I so love it. should it. be an acronym of some kind. It should stand for something. The. 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 I don't. Terrific. Hot <laughs> and entertaining. <laughs> oh. Terrific hot. We're not yeah. using H, okay? <laughs> Only if we're referring my, to my it goodness. in Alabama my weather. theme song is I'm sexy and I know it. You remember this, That's right? true. Hey, oh. by the way, speaking of which, I think uh-huh. we need theme songs. I said that last show. I want some walk-in music. I know. I we want walk-in Come music, on. Steven. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So. Cue that Pee Wee Herman music. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember in the early days we actually had lights and we had yes, music and we, had, we had a game out. tunnel. We had I need a we made a game tunnel. We had one. <laughs> we had one. We tried. We've tried we a lot try of things. That. And hey, by the way, we're coming up on three years, my three friends. Three years, crazy. Three years this month, the Varsity Radio That's Show made bananas. its debut. Brad, you are the only one who knows the date we started. Well, <laughs> Stephen May. If you're out there, Brad Hudson, tell us the day we started, because he's made us cakes. Hey, I, we'll take a cake next week. I think week. we need Brad back for cake well, Brad doesn't make the cakes. His dad makes the cakes. And they're phenomenal. <laughs> and they well, whoever amazing. makes the cakes. Oh, I saw his most recent birthday cake, and by the way, it, it looked, looked like, like a Corona. COVID, yeah. COVID-19. COVID. It was hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, hey, we're going to start with Meme of the Week, which is one of my favorite things, uh, because we like to laugh here, if you hadn't noticed. And I, guys... We're all Bama fans here. And and this is the only time I'll ever agree with an Auburn fan and tell them I agree with them. Uh, and, and there's one that posts about how terrible our field goal kicker is. And you know what? I just can't argue that point. <laughs> oh, no. There's no and, arguing that. And there's a field goal, the Alabama field goal kicker, and it says, Therapist, where do you think some of your anxiety stems from? Me? The Alabama football kicker. Okay, so obviously the kick six is a pain in our heart that will never go away. Yes. But our beef with kickers started really before then and continues after then. That's just the knife in the heart. On like That's the constant reminder. The last you know? good kicker we had was like Tiffin. Like back There's in, like, like middle school like, kids that yeah. don't know that Alabamas have ever had kickers. It, it, we have I, the greatest recruiting class in the whole nation every single year. Every but, year. But we, but Alabama will also have four and five star kickers that somehow get to Alabama and don't know how to kick. We have one this year, and it's, I, we, but we don't want to talk about it. No, we don't want to talk about it. No. I just assume that when they line up for any any field goal or extra point, that we're just going to lose it. We're just going to not make it. So, Do you do that, Ricky? Because I really have started doing that. Like, I, I really yeah. just sit there and like, we're not going to get it anyway. They stopped like, skipping the extra points. Like They start they started showing the extra points now like before going to commercial. If, if college did what the NFL did and moved the extra point points back, we should just, Alabama should just go for two every time. Every time? Don't even kick. I agree. Don't even kick. I agree. Wow. Britt Burns. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, uh, with our next Greg Glasscox there, our next meme is this one. And uh, it is, this is hilarious. I don't know if y'all have had problems with this. Deletes, there's this like dude stuck in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Delete social media accounts, sells everything, moves to the wilderness. 
Carrier Pigeon arrives with a message. Hello, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended oh warranty. Oh my gosh. Is that not the truest thing that we've heard all day? Oh my gosh. It is. It's true. It just makes me want to break everything. But if that guy gets rid of his social media and sells everything, I mean, that has to be the only problem in his life right now. Is <laughs> <laughs> this pigeon just showing up? That's true. That's a true it's statement. True. Derek, read the next one. All right, so before you leave the house... Okay, that's the heading. In yeah. 2019, before you left the house, all you needed was keys, wallet, phone. That was it. Keys, wallet, phone. Like the pat, you know? You're right. You know? 2020, here's what you need before you leave the house. Keys, phone, wallet. That stays the same. Now we're going to add sanitizer, mask, samurai sword, written will, <laughs> hornet repellent, military training, stress, balls, <laughs> and a cross. There we go. That's what you need. <laughs> I agree with that. That's that's fairly and that, accurate. I mean, yeah. And you definitely need all those to go in the grocery store. I definitely check my pockets for my mask right now. Like when I go to like. All right. Uh, so <laughs> on the way here, I thought my mask was in my car, and I look where it's, and I'm like, <gasps> I don't have it. They're not going to let me in to do the radio show. Like if I don't have it, and it was it was just in the floor. It's fine. I didn't I didn't check you at the door. I was frisked, temperature check. You were not. I was. It was <laughs> a guy, there was two guys in hazmat suits. Get the so. white gloves. Yeah. Get the white gloves. Oh, yeah. 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 Ricky, you got this one. Yes, it would be very disappointing if we canceled college football season, but that would give us one more year to invent a TV that mutes Gary Danielson. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> You know, have you ever heard a sportscaster hate Alabama more? I don't even <laughs> worry about that. It's just the fact that he literally half the stuff he's saying is wrong. Um, the thing is, is I was about to say something and then my mind went completely blank. I hate it when that so happens. I don't know what I was about to say about Gary Danielson. Oh, it would be the only the only comfort if we lose college football season. We the could only just one. we could just say, well, we don't have college football, but we also don't have Gary. So, there's that. There's that. There's that. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay, last one. <laughs> this one. <laughs> <sighs> and it's true. We should start naming the weeks of 2020 like they're hurricanes. That's right. That'll preach. Yeah. It's also, <laughs> it's also um, Wait extremely the- depress- depressing how accurate that statement is. Wait till we get the first hurricane named March 2020. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be so much truth in it. Hey, we're going to go to some music and we'll be back with our FCA moment of the week. This is for the busted hearts. Let's get ready to rumble! Miss Candy Armstrong, welcome to the FCA Moment of the Week. Thank you. What's up, guys? Oh, we just gave you some really cool music. We're just we're kind of enjoying life right now. It's a fun day. Somebody here in the office with me. I'm surprised they didn't get up and start dancing. Is Chris a dance? Does he like to dance? Oh, yeah. The intern likes to dance. Let me tell you, he can bust the mood. Hey. Chris, we would like to see video footage of this. And um, that might could be arranged. Yeah, oh, there it man. is. Giving him is. the full intern treatment today. You know. Uh, there you go. Throw him right under the bus. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Miss Candy, tell us what is going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Well, right now we've got several things going on. Of course, with COVID, it has um, interrupted a lot of things with a lot of many uh, people, families, organizations. But we have been able, we did a virtual intern back, um, intern boot camp back during the summer. Right. And it was for a month long, four weeks. And so those interns are now, since football practices are going on, volleyball practices, they are now able to go out onto campus, meet with those teams, social distancing, of course, and they have on their masks. But they are having popsicle blasts with them. So they are taking popsicles out to the team of coaches and sharing an encouraging word with them and just trying to make those connections on the field and on the court that we can't do in school right now. Yeah, nobody gets mad when you bring them a, a popsicle. No, no. Multi-flavors. So, you know, we got one for everybody. Okay. We've got that going on. We've also got our um, golf classic coming up at the Ledges, which is going to be on Monday, August the 31st. And then our big event that we are hoping and praying we'll can, we, we hope we can do it. We hope we don't have to postpone it again. We postponed it once before. But it's our message from the mound. And that is going to be um, free to the community. Tickets will be available on Friday, August the 21st at noon. You can go to our website, NorthAlabamaFCA.org. Click on the community ministry, and then it will take you, it will show you message from the mound, and you can, um, there will be a link on the 21st that you can um, reserve your tickets. But it is free. It's going to be on Sunday, September 20th at the new Trash Panda Stadium. And we are going to have um, the Beasley Brothers, which are a local um, brother act. Really, really good musicians. They're actually living in Nashville right now. And, but um, the Beasley Brothers will be here opening up. And the main act is going to be Zach Williams. Oh, Zach. I like Zach Williams. Yeah, he's good. He's, so he's really good. Get those those tickets will be uh, be available on Friday, August the 21st at noon, and you can get those reserve your tickets at NorthAlabamaFCA.org. Nice. Well, Miss Candy, it's time for us to ask you some questions. Have a little fun. You can use that new intern yeah, as a link. Chris Play, too. Okay. Before I ask you the questions, I will just say that I got to play in the FCA tournament at Gunners a couple weeks ago, and that was y'all did a great job, and I had a lot of fun. Hey, so, you should have it's good. <clears throat> well, I didn't, I you know. In, I it's it, hole in one hole and took the pictures. Oh, okay. I vaguely okay. My bad. All right. Well, you here's your three you questions. You took his picture. You just yeah. didn't know it. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Christmas or Halloween? Which do you prefer? Christmas, hands down. Hands down. That was easy. I know. Well, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next one. If I gave you a choice between ice cream or cookies, which one are you going to take? Ice cream. Okay. That's now a little this, bit of a struggle. All right. Though. We're going to keep with the food theme with this last question, but it's a tough one. Chris, Chris is answering this one. All right. Would you prefer a hamburger on a hot dog bun or a hot dog on a hamburger bun? Uh, a hamburger on a hot dog bun. Okay. 
I agree. It's called. They actually make a device what's that, that I have called? won. What's that called? That I have won at a dirty Santa called the Ham Dogger. Say, so look, you you have like <laughs> swear two, to you two of the three answers swear. wrapped up. Christmas, dirty Santa, and he had what's it called? I had a ham dogger. A ham it's dog. called a ham dogger. <laughs> you take a hot dog and turn it. In, uh, you take a hamburger and turn it into a hot dog. It's a legit thing. That's the most fantastic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Miss Candy, thank you so much for calling. You're welcome. You guys have a good week. Yeah, you too, Miss Candy. Y'all take care. And this show is also brought to you, provided by Charburger. Oh, my gosh. So who good. rocked our world before the yeah, show. And there wasn't a lot of talking before the show. No, because we <laughs> were we were eating it like crazy because the grilled chicken fingers were amazing. The, the fries were amazing. And so... But they're the home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers that I just told you about, Philly Cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. Also, and and Derek, I, I didn't make this comment last time, B&B Video Games. Have you been to B&B? Not yet. Still have not been. I'm sorry. I so, no. So the guy who owns the store was an extra zombie in The Walking Dead. No way. <laughs> also... When we say that he has, what, four games, Stephen? Uh, something like that, yeah, in three or four. In Stranger Things? Yeah, we're arcade not, game, big no, arcade right. games. Yes, yeah. here's what we're saying. They were literally in Stranger Things. Well, does he know when the next season's coming out? He may. He said I'm there's like, some things under wrap. Here's the coolest story. Oh, I want to know This now. man has met Adam Sandler and brought a game to Pixels. This is one of the coolest owners I've ever met he in my life. He might be the most interesting man. He is! He's super cool. B&B Video Games, they have a 80 Styles Arcade in the back, and all you have to do is $5 for an hour, $10 all day long. Eight, nine hours of video game play. That's, that sounds like a magical day. That is day. so good for you. And they have like <laughs> local video game retail store. Right? And if they, can, if they don't have it, they can find it. And and he even makes arcade games with new stuff in it. Like, and like every game known to man. It's amazing. B&B video games. Also, Frank's Thunder Alley. If you want a bowl. Have y'all ever taken a date there? I don't know. I don't think I've ever taken a date to Thunder Alley. No. And now my dating days are over. Frank, <laughs> Frank's you know? Thunder Alley is where I spent the night before my wedding with my groomsmen. So... And we, Frank's? Yeah, you we spent uh, the night there? No, no, no. We bowled there. We bowled there. So, anyway, all that to say, thank you for joining the Varsity Radio Show. We're going to a music break, and we'll be back with Clutch. And now, today's Clutch Moment. And I I love I love doing Clutch. <laughs> Derek has his mask on. Nobody's even coughed in here, <laughs> I did, but I went way over there. Oh, to did do you? It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. I'm at it. All right. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> this sounds like a conversation me and you had at the beginning of this, Derek. <laughs> hey, guys. We got to get out of the office. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, one thing, Clutch. Uh, this is what I want to talk about. One thing, one moment can really change everything in your life. Really can. And I don't know if you've ever heard... The theory of the butterfly effect. Have y'all heard this? Yes. I figured you had. You're in a psychology person, counselor. 
but it basically says if a butterfly flaps its wings here it can create a hurricane on the other side of the world right cause and effect I, I don't know if I believe that but it's the phenomenon this is the definition of it but whereby a minute localized change in a complex system can have a large effect elsewhere now I do agree <clears throat> with that right yes I don't know about the butterfly wing thing, but I agree with that. Oh, wait. Did you feel that? I know. Yeah. It was wind from Duck a butterfly. cover. Butterflies. So, I guess what I'm asking, uh, and I'll ask you this, Derek, first. Have you ever had one of those uh, butterfly effect moments in your life? It, it was something small, but it eventually had a huge effect on your life in the future. Yeah, I mean, obviously, from a spiritual standpoint, like that moment of salvation is obviously redirects a whole bunch of stuff, um, physically and spiritually, you know. Um, and then, as far as just other non-spiritual things, I can think of a. I mean, obviously, uh, when I started sitting at a certain lunch table, that eventually led me to uh, who I would be married to, and you know now I got two kids with so Come I mean, on, you know, it's just you know you walk in the lunchroom you pick a lunch table because you know one or two people and it opens the door and leads you down a path you never thought you'd you'd go down so wow Ricky I you mean, got any of those moments I mean you know I could talk about myself but it's very similar to, to what you were saying but I mean kind of like you think of you know Back to the Future the movie and then Such like good movie. the Avengers like you know ah. if you pull certain things that have happened in the past out then it probably would have changed things yeah. right drastically you know the so, alternate 1985 yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, x-man i mean you know like there's certain things that you know you imagine that happening in your life which i mean not me being x-man or nothing like that but <laughs> you know you imagine if things were pulled out of your life that you probably would be in some different situations where we're at now that's so true so sitting at that lunchroom table could have changed a whole lot mm-hmm. i mean thinking about it seriously and in Acts chapter 9, 1 through 19, there's the story of a guy named Saul, right? At the at the beginning, he's writing, he hates Christians, and he uh, it gets an order to be able to kill Christians. I mean, this is where he's at, right? And he is writing on the way to Damascus, and all of a sudden a light comes out. This sounds crazy. A light comes out of the clouds, and Jesus himself says, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And that one moment, that one lot, obviously blinds him, but changes him from somebody who hated Christians to who really, I mean, this character and Peter were probably the reason the church exists today. Yeah. I mean, that one moment, and we may think it's so super small, but how... How do we make the best of those one things, those moments? And I, first thing I want to say is I think we need to live the life. But as we're living the life, look for moments that God's giving us, right? Mm-hmm. So my question is, why is it so consistent? And why is it so important to be consistent in our Christian walk? Well, I mean, um, I just, I believe, I believe that our salvation... One of the reasons for our salvation is so that we can manifest or reflect Jesus everywhere as best we can. Now, we're not always going to get that no, correct. No, But if you think about it, um, 
like when I read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, when I read through the Gospels, Jesus is extremely consistent in everything he said, everything he did. Ultimately, I mean, he 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 talked about his ministry, about how he was going to give himself up. And he didn't just talk that, then he actually walked that out. And it was because it was consistent with who yeah. he was. And so a lot of times I think that, I've, I've said this in my last couple of sermons at church, is... A lot of times we want to take scripture, um, for instance, like bear with one another, like in your burdens, burdens. Yeah. or or we need to be able to forgive. And what we do is we take those verses and we point those at the world. Yeah. And we say, this is what you need to do. When in actuality, it's about us. If you look at like the condition of the church, like that's us. Like yeah. we need to bear with one another. We need to be able to forgive one another. That's and, right. and if you're not consistent, just Take spirituality up out of it. If you're not consistent, you you get to a point where people can't trust you. Well, we have something that's ultimate truth and that people need to be able to trust. But if we talk about it and then don't walk it, or we're not very consistent with it, then we're not really given that true representation of who Jesus is. Yeah. And they can't. It's sad. It's something that they can fully 100% trust. But because of our inconsistency, we take that trust out of the equation. Mm, that's good. And I'm going to go to my second point. Ricky, I think you're going to have a good answer to this. But number two is carpe diem. We've heard this statement, right? Seize the day. It means we should see And I'll say this. We need to seize every moment that Jesus gives us. Because God gives us moment. And sometimes, uh, sometimes... Those moments look a lot like work, and so we don't jump on them, right? We don't do them because they look too hard, right? But but God will give us moments. He'll place certain people. He'll give us certain places of influence. And I think we need to look for those moments and take them, seize everything we can out of them, and go with them. And then my last point is this. Be bold, even if it costs you, Right? Mm. And so my question, I'm going to start with you, Ricky. Tell me about a time you took a risk and it paid off. It's funny you ask me this question. It doesn't have to be spiritual. I mean, yeah. y- y'all know that I do uh, cover risk for a living. <laughs> so, uh, that, that is part of my job. But, you know, I think for a lot, a lot of people, we forget that, you know, having a Christian life and being a Christian and um, serving God and, and doing everything in His power that, that you can do that is the most consistent thing that you can do for your life because he doesn't change. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, God doesn't change. God's. Mm-hmm. We can talk about things that can happen in our past that can change us, but at the end of the day, our God doesn't change. So right. um, for us, I think we have to remember that if we choose God, you know, all this corona stuff, everything else can go on around us, but we're still living in faith. We're still living, um, trusting God and knowing that he's going to get us through this and as for a Christian standpoint, you know, spiritually, our life hasn't changed. I mean, yeah. we may depend on him more. We may trust him more, but it's also, a, you know, that's individually. So God doesn't change. That's, that's kind of what I was going with that. Have you had one of those moments? Uh, <laughs> all right. So so I think maybe not because, I mean, I haven't lived as much life as some, but I, I'll, give you, I'll give you this example from my coaching days. Right. There were some times when I would call a defensive play that I knew that if it paid off, it was going to be really big for us. But if they capitalized, it was it, it was a touchdown. So yeah. it's like one of those plays where it's all or nothing. 
And I would literally, in the headset, just tell my head coach, hey, um, you might not want to watch this because if it doesn't go good, like, but at that at that moment in that juncture of the game, I felt like it's necessary to risk a touchdown in order to maybe swing some stuff back in our in our favor. And, and so I think in life you have to sometimes you have to step. And I think a lot of times stepping out in faith is seems like a risk to us yeah. because faith is is the unseen. And so in order for us to get to that spot where God wants us to be. It feels like a risk for us, but for God, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, he just is exactly. like, hey, just take a step and trust me. Yeah. And we, so a lot of times getting to where God wants us to be is a risk for us. But it, like you said, he never changes and there are no risk. You know what I'm saying? Like God can't lose. Right. So, you know, that's, that's always in your favor. It's a good record. Spam, yeah. I had the same one. <laughs> undefeated. Anyway. Jesus is undefeated. That's right. Hey, that is one thing. <laughs> Look for the one thing in your life. Hey, we will be back soon and very soon. My name is Taylor Walls. My name is Bree Walls. We, we are, are the Douglas Eagles. And, and you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. And we are back on 88.5, the Varsity Radio Show. And, and, Today, we thought it would be an so awesome, appropriate. awesome idea. You know, we have we have players in here. We have coaches in here. And, and we usually always ask them a referee question. We do. You know, we, we always ask them, hey, you know, have you had a run-in with an official? Have you ever been thrown <laughs> out? You know? And I just thought, you know what? It'd be a good idea to get some referees. Yeah, let's see their point of view. So joining us right now is Mike Killian. How you doing, Mike? Just fine. How are y'all? We are great. All right, so Mike, start off with tell me tell me everything you referee. Okay, I call I call four sports. I've been doing uh, softball for uh, eleven years. Um, I started out doing baseball a little bit. Uh, then I took a little break, got back into softball. Um, I, I tell you, I grew up playing baseball, but softball so much more more fun and more more quick and everything. Yeah, that I call. Uh, been doing softball, like I said, this for 11 years. I've uh, been doing volleyball for nine years. Uh, football, I've only been doing football for three years. My daughter cheerleaded for a long time, and so I had to, I'd have to go and yeah. her. But I've been doing football for three years. And I've been doing basketball for, this is my fifth or sixth year going into basketball. I think my fifth year. Now, I hear, I hear that volleyball is where it's at. As far as? As far as? We ain't moving around a bunch in volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, no, you know those saying grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. Well, well, calling volleyball is not as easy as it looks. Most people say, "Oh, I want to call volleyball because y'all you got to do is stand up there and go in or out, yeah, over there, sir." But um, but you know, there's and my hats are off to them. Uh, we have a lot. We have several officials that call volleyball with us that are ladies or girls that um played volleyball and say they have to be in certain rotations just like a formation in a football they have to be in certain rotations at the point of contact uh when they contact volleyball like on a serve or when they're receiving and um you have to keep up with all that in your head and um you know that's probably one of my after nine years it's probably one of my hardest things uh to do and that is kind of keep up with the rotations and if you've got these coaches that know how to move this player here, that player there, because it's like they have to be at a certain point when the ball is contacted, but after it's contacted, they can they can move. And um, 
it can really get it can really get pretty doggone hectic. I mean, it's and, and the athletes these days, you know, the kids. I mean, I'm 58 years old. The kids now at, and in middle school are twice the athletes we had, you know, in high school. So it's more competitive all the way down. But yeah, everybody wants to call volleyball. It, <laughs> it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. I want to know your. Have you ever seen Andy Griffith? Yeah. I want to know your I'll be moment where. Yeah, I know you have to. You're paying attention to so much being the 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 umpire referee, but what is one sporting like one uh, game that had happened in any sport that was you were just like, wow, you know, like whether it was a walk off hit or a, you know just something that really wild your I'll be moment that really hit you. Well, when you say I'll be, you talking about a call that I made or something other that I saw? Something that one of the players did, where it, like a like a game winning uh, shot or a game winning touchdown or some kind of achievement. Well, I, I guess I guess probably the most the most athletic or achievement thing I, I saw was was a couple of years ago over in regionals, and I can't f- forget the young lady's name, but um, it was at Westminster School over there, and um, I was calling regionals, and I was behind the plate. And uh, there was a couple of scouts there from everywhere, from, you know, Bama, Auburn, everywhere, I watch this girl pitch. Uh, and she threw the rise ball, which um, in softball, a rise ball versus baseball is kind of like a sinker, but going the other way. It kind of comes in and, and moves. And uh, I don't know if most people realize it or not, but a 70-mile-an-hour softball fast pitch is equal to a 100-mile-an-hour baseball, okay? Wow. So, so I'm over there, and this girl is, is is banging the gloves right and left. Everybody there is is watching her, and um, I I keep hearing these scouts behind me going, "Wow, wow, wow!" And I turned around, looked over my shoulder, and she's throwing that rice ball, and they can't nobody hit. And I turn around, and look, and this guy's flipping radar gun at me, and it's banging 72, 73. 72. Wow! And 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 wow! That, that was kind of a that was kind of a a wow moment. I mean, as far as as far as um, as far as that goes, you know, as far as mm-hmm. being a good athlete. Of course, she ended up going to Troy, I believe, or her sister was down there. Troy's, Troy's coach was out there doing dances because all the mother schools was didn't get her, and she got her. <laughs> but um, but it was. It, it, it was cool. And then I've called, I've called several um, playoff games that, you know, I had a good one uh, one time that was a two 6A schools going at it. Uh, loser stayed home, winner went on down to state, and ended up being a uh, 2-1 ball game mm. where – one of them where I was just sitting back there, just hollering strike every other pitch because both pitchers are just going at it. But um, but it was pretty neat. All right, now, Mr. Mike. Yes. You have had your fair share of people being very angry with you. I'm, I imagine at certain points. What was the worst thing? <laughs> what was the worst, uh, worst parent coach story that you have that you can tell us? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I went there. <laughs> you did go there, didn't you? I did. You, you, you did go there. You know, all in all, over the years, and I know it sounds ridiculous, uh, and but a lot of sports, the referees try to. For the record, let me say, I don't think there's no referee or umpire that ever goes to the ball game with intentions of making a bad call. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. Um, but I guess, I guess one of the. You know, I've had several coincidences all, but I tell you one that, that was kind of real funny, and I don't know, it kind of caught me off guard more, more than anything. Was uh, was I, I've had several with coaches that would 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 um, I've I've never thrown nobody out. I have restricted a lot of people dug out, but I've never thrown nobody out because you know I think we try to realize too that that this is their living, not just 
not just um, you know when we're out there. This is this is their job, and I'll, I've restricted several to the dugout. But I think one of the funniest things, and I don't know that it would be a a be, really be that big a moment, but I was calling a ball game one time, and I was out in the field, and this girl hit a uh, this girl hit a ball off a right field fence, and on um, round first coming to second. And they um, threw her out. I mean, it was obvious. Everybody in the world, you know, you know, could see it and everything and all. So I rung her up and called her out, and she goes walking off. And I look up, and I hear, time! And this coach comes flying out of the dugout. And I'm thinking, okay, what in the world did I miss? You know, this is this is routine stuff. And he comes out there, and he blows, and he huffs, and he puffs a minute, walks around me, and I'm thinking, what in the world? And I said, coach, I said, what's going on? And he said, I've been trying to, he said, that was a great call. She was out by a mile and a half. He said, but I've been trying to get her to hit the ball like that for three days. So he said, I'm going to jump around and holler for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. There with my, I just sat there with my mouth dropped wide. <laughs> and I didn't know what to say or anything. It was hilarious. But in their defense, you know, he come out there and, and was, was was after that. But, uh, but you know, the, I think, I think, I think in all reality, they don't, you know, we're all humans. We make mistakes, as bad as I hate to say it, but I can see that we can see that outside pitch or that offside's a lot better than the um, folks way. <laughs> we won't go there a whole lot, but. <laughs> well, Mike, <clears throat> we'll we'll, uh, we'll ask this this last question. If you had to, if you had to umpire a referee, if they came to you and said, Mike, you got to pick one, which one you picking and why? You know, I think I think personally that I would I would would say softball. I've called a lot of softball um, over the years and done free games just so they could just so they could uh, could um, play and, and have and have experience. Now, I like the I like the fast pace of the softball. You know, softball over the years has gotten just so big. You know, everybody watches College World Series in softball. You know. And um, the players are just, just it's just so fast paced, and I don't know. I like to be there. I mean, I want to be, I want to be that umpire behind the plate. Got to make that, that, um, you know, that that uh, three and two call, you know, on the corner. I, 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 I don't know. I just kind of, and I grew up playing baseball, I guess. But, but to me, softball is just, it's just so quick, and and just the athlete. And over the years, I've kind of getting that point too. I've been calling it for long that I'm seeing the girls that were at, um, you know say maybe middle school a little bit younger kind of now at, at at the college level and um you know i i, re- I really do i i think softball would probably be it well I, and i well i want to ask one more question then we can go but okay. I, this, this is what i was thinking my how do you deal with people being frustrated with some of the calls you make and stuff like that do you i mean you just kind of just expect it how, i mean how do you set, set yourself up for that moment but you know, it's kind of funny, and I was listening to the show earlier talking about it, and I was telling a buddy of mine that y'all would go to call, and I was going to talk and everything and all, and he said, he said, yeah, he said, you tell him, he said that uh, you can tell him that um, you know how you know how Jesus felt sometimes when they were persecuting him and throwing rocks and stuff and all at him and everything. Amen. <laughs> you know, I, I tell you a little something here, and it's sad to say, and and I and I have the privilege to say that I'm a Christian and. And be on here, and I'm not perfect, but you know, I think that I, and it'll take just a second on this, but if we got it, but I think the biggest thing that we need to do is try to kind of be an example for our younger kids and be an example for Christ. You know, I hear the worst thing, 
I saw a video the other day of a coach come flying out of a dugout and went to pushing the rail and the rail back it up, talked to him whole nine yards. And the first time me and out of all them views was, and he is supposed to be a coach at a Christian school. Mm. And, that, mm. and that just tore my heart up, you know. Yeah. But but I just try to, when I talk, when I have confrontations, and I've had confrontations, or when you have to throw a parent out or, 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 or not, you know, throw a parent out, but, but you know, you ask, ask them to, to leave and everything, you know. I just try to kind of try to keep the fact that I, I'm I'm trying to be the calm one, and and they're not. It is it is. I'm not. Don't mean to sound boastful or nothing, but we are as referees and umpires. We are in charge of that field. Yep. Period. And that just be like your kids that will leave leave in the Sunday school class. They're in, they're in charge of them. So it's it's our. We got to kind of keep control. So I just try to kind of be the calm one, and I try to look at the example mostly because everybody in the world wants to see the commotion that goes on. Yeah, I, just, I personally try to try to be the the calm one and just and just talk the situation out. You know, I've had coaches come out to me and just and just on the plate or wherever and just have a fit, and I'll be like, Coach, let's walk back over here to dug out and talk about this. And, and you know, by the time you walk them walk them back over there and, and get up, you know, and everything and all. And, um, you know, then, then they, they calm, calm down. And I've told coaches before, hey, coach, I, I blew that one. I missed it. Mm-hmm. My bad. But, but we, we, have to, we have to move on. But, but then again, my, my hat's off to, uh, and I think most of your umpires referees would, would say the same. And, and Greg would go talk to him in a minute. Greg would be more to talk more on the college level. Greg is a very good official. And he called a lot of college level. But I think, I think it's our responsibility as, as parents and um and you know, as as adults, for the coaches and the referee, and all, to try to set on the best example for the kids. Mm. You know, you know that that were out there, and um, and I don't know. It's just it's a lot of fun. It really is. I wish more people would would get into it. We're getting real slack of officials. I take take his time for a little pitch. We're always asking. But <laughs> last year, my son at um big school as Albert Bull, and on pretty a day and turf field and everything and all, and uh, they had three games that was called off because we didn't have enough officials to cover the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, Mr. Mike, we so appreciate your input, and I've really enjoyed talking to yes, you. Yes, awesome, awesome. Thank you, Mike. Hey, well, I appreciate it so much, and hey, bless y'all, and um, enjoy the show, and y'all have a good day. You Thank too, Mike. You. And we're back on 88.5, the Varsity Radio Show, and like I said in that last segment, we, we always hear from coaches, we always hear from players, Referees always get brought up in our conversations, and so always. today we had Mike last segment, and this time we've got Greg Lee on the phone with us. Greg, how you doing? I'm doing well, guys. How are y'all? We're good. Fantastic. All right, so Greg, tell us, tell us how long you've been refereeing, and tell us what all you you referee and what level you referee. Wow. Um, well, I started. When I was a senior year in high school, when my little brother Richie, some of you may know Richie Lee, he's the head softball coach now at Sardis. Okay. When he was about about 10 years old, we started, me and a friend of mine started coaching him. And that's probably about 1991 when I was a senior in high school. But it's kind of crazy because I'm just 30 years old. So I'm trying to, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm trying to give away my age. So Little League, I started in 1991, and of course, uh, Derek, you know, uh, I've been a I've been a teacher, you know, since 1998. I'm in my 23rd year as a teacher, so 
I coached uh, football and baseball for 12 of those years. So then I kind of jumped the ship for Little League, 1991. And then when I jumped ship from coaching, I think it was about 2010 is when I got into high school. I was calling with a lot of those guys, summer leagues and stuff like that. Uh, and then 2012, we're talking about baseball right now, of course. 2012, I started trying to better myself and get in the higher levels in baseball. So I got into Alabama JUCO. Uh, I got into some Division two groups in college baseball, Division three, And I've even had the opportunity about two years ago uh, to work two D1 games, one being Sanford, um, down in the Birmingham area, which is Immaculate Park, and then the other, uh, UAB, which is, of course, at Regions Field, which oh, is kind of wow. the, That's awesome. the highlight of my college career uh, two years ago. So football, uh, I would say since 2003, I think is, is when I got out of, me and a buddy of mine that I coached with, we got out of coaching football, and we started officiating football because, you know, we just love the game. Love being around the, the kids and stuff like that. Was that Coach Witt? Coach Whittington, yeah. Yeah. See, they both coached me, middle school. Yeah, yeah. So we, we were in that, you know, same time frame. We were coaching together, and we got out. We started officiating together uh, 2003 fall. So this is, what, I guess my 17th year, if it, if it happens because of this COVID stuff, mm-hmm. in football. And I just do high school football. Uh, but, of course, baseball, high school baseball. And, of course, I'm in mean, college baseball, high school baseball. I'm our secretary. Uh, football here. Last year I took on the job of being our booking agent. So when you see officials on Friday nights and, you know, middle school games, I'm the one that assigns officials where they go <laughs> uh, as well. So I'm our, I'm our booking agent. And also this year I've, I've taken on the role of being the booking agent for Pee Wee football. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. A lot, years, a lot of years invested in there, I would say, in both uh, football and baseball. So give us one. Uh, we were talking about this before we went on the air a minute ago, but just one, because I know there, there may be uh, a handful of them that you remember, but what is one uh-oh moment where you may have blown the whistle or raised your hand and you kind of wish you would have took it back, but it was too late, and, and how did you handle it? Man... <laughs> <laughs> that's hard to answer but there's a lot of those in, in both sports football and baseball of course but you know there's those moments as an official you know you have a lot of preparation that goes in into both sports before the season you know fans only see us game day right but you know there's a lot that goes in whether it's football or baseball you know is preparing yourselves um you know, before the season begins, hours of time nailing down your new rules and perfecting your mechanics and positions and our physical fitness, you know, all things like that. Of course, it's our responsibility and duty to be at the top of our game in order to keep the players safe and ensure fair play. We either, we're the ones that's got to carry out the rules. But there's times that we're, you know, human and we're going to miss calls. And I've had those moments, high school. Uh, I've had them in foot, uh, in college. Um, you know, like I said, I was a coach before, so I know both sides of the story. And when you miss a call, you know it. Mm-hmm. Your, heart, your heart just goes to the bottom of your stomach. 
you know, and there's times that coach is going to come out, fans are going to get irate. You just got to stay composed and things like that. Um, you know, I, I remember back uh, years ago where I missed the call and the coach, he came out, but really he said, hey, I understand. I know you missed that call and you know you missed that call. And I said, coach, I did. <laughs> and, and he said, I just had to come out here and uh, take up for my team. You have that a lot. Yeah. You know, even even if you know you got the call right and coaches think you missed the call, they're going to come out and they're going to take up for their team. I mean, I understand that. I did that myself. There's guys that I call with now that threw me out left and right. Back. <laughs> I mean, I was one of the world's worst, you know. But Now you're giving revenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On this situation, uh, the coach goes back into the dugout. The next thing I know, uh, there's a fan that comes through the gate and standing at third base and said, that's my kid, that's my kid. So I said, oh, my gosh, what has just happened? They're on the field. And so basically I said, I need home administration. This is apparently the mother, uh, and she needs to go. And that kind of was shocking to me, you know, right there. Yeah, wow. Uh, and, and then there was another situation where a great friend of mine, Coach Lee Hall, uh, he's in the Birmingham area now. He comes out. He said, Greg, what would you see? And I told him, I said, you know, I saw the foot touch the bag before the pop of the mitt. Coach, he said, okay, you're you're right. But he said, hey, wh- where, where are y'all going to go out to eat at? Around here? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he said, you got, do you got the good places to eat around here? Because I know y'all officials, y'all going to go eat somewhere after the game. And that, that, I got a kick out of that. We're <laughs> friends. You know, as today, you know, but you're going to have those moments. You're going to miss calls, uh, but you just got to, you know, prepare yourselves and have composure, whether coaches like it or not. And I just say, Coach, I missed it, but I'm working hard for you. Uh, you know, and I'll and I'll try to do the best next time. You yeah. know, yeah. Well, Greg, how do you? Uh, I mean, what? Tell me the funniest thing that's happened to you as a referee. The funniest thing? The funniest thing. Oh, funny. Oh, man, it's, it's a lot of... You got 17 years to pull from here. <laughs> man, I don't know about the funniest thing, but there's been a lot of fun times with my fellow officials uh, on the football field and uh, the baseball field, you know. And, you know, uh, I've been very blessed to... I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But Derek, Derek knows me well. Well, this, <clears throat> this came from nowhere. But Derek knows me well that uh, I'm, a, I'm a devout Christian. Yeah. And uh, that I, I give everything. I give everything that I've accomplished to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, I'm sorry. I know you're in time frame, but, like I said, that just hit me. But It's okay. Uh, I've been very blessed uh, over the years um, to be around good people, uh, fellow officials. You know, we get a lot of a lot of flack for some of the calls we make. And, you know, when you, when you question our integrity, you know, that's one thing. But we, we know what we do as officials and... You know, we, we just need a lot more people to get involved. But I've been very blessed 
uh, to be able to accomplish in 2015. Uh, I got to call the state championship finals at, wow. Denny, at Bryant Denny Stadium in football. And then the same year in baseball, 2015 and 16, uh, I was able to call the baseball finals at Riverwalk down there in Montgomery. So, you know, you're thinking when you come in, when I walked into Bryant Denny Stadium, wow, you know, there's only like 5,000 people there of high school people. But you can imagine when those college officials goes in there, you know, and, and just so many people. I mean, I was really suffocating. Yeah. I walked on the field. I thought, man, this is real. Yeah. I've worked hard for many years to get to the point where you want to get as an official. Uh, and Incredible. It was, just, it was just unbelievable when you walked in that stadium. It kind of took my breath away, and I, and I told my fellow partners, I said, hey, y'all, give me a second because, I mean, I'm just suffering because you have all the stands just enclosed. Where like high school stadiums, you know, they're not enclosed, you know. They're open, yeah. You know, there's, there's fun times like that. I really can't think of a funniest thing, but, you know, I've, I've heard and seen a lot of stuff in 17 years of football, of course, you know, so. So, and, and I, I'm going to turn this, Derek's going to wrap this up in a second, but if you could, because uh, it sounds like you're going to continue to, uh, continue to ref, if you could reach any level, like and do, like, your dream ref <laughs> position. What does that look like? Man, of course, the dream position, of course, would be just keep on getting higher ups in, 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 in college baseball. You know, I've had a couple injuries here the last two years. And, of course, the COVID-19 hit our baseball season this past year. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that I love both sports. If I had to lean one way, I guess it, it would probably – like I said, nothing against football. I love football and the guys I'm around and stuff. I've been in baseball longer, um, you know, and, and just to think, man, what it would be like, SEC game. And I've got some, some friends in, in our group that calls SEC. Um, wow. You know, that's that's up to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, of course. Um, you know, but uh, man, the, the dream would be to, to keep calling D, D1 baseball and to stay in it. Of course, I'm not getting any younger, of course, and they're always looking for a lot of young guys. But, hey, if the Lord's will, it's the Lord's will, man. That's right. Well, awesome, man. Well, we uh, we appreciate you and appreciate the – I mean, obviously you could hear it in his voice, but people yeah. don't people don't get to where Greg is unless you work at it. And, and you know, we appreciate – we always tell the athletes and the coaches we appreciate and we should have told, should have told Mike the same thing he's but, right there yeah, mike's watching but mike thanks you know man. we appreciate y'all you know giving your time i mean y'all have full-time jobs but y'all are doing that on the on the side trying to trying to do it and do it right so man we appreciate y'all and and uh what y'all do yeah same here we appreciate y'all it's a great show uh and hopefully you, you know keep praying for uh officials and everybody with this COVID 19 breakout yep it's, it's crazy to think our world you know, it's come to this, but it's real. And, um, you know, like I said, thank you guys for, for what you do. Thank you, Greg. All right, y'all take care. God bless. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. Yes, it is. And Ricky, the man Phillips, is going to be leading our freestyle. Ricky? I am going to bring back a game that I don't know if we played on the Varsity, but we probably have. But it's called Two Truths and a Lie. And we are going to have is it, are people going to call in and tell yes. us? Um, we're going to have people call in and tell us which one of these is a lie. 
So each one of us is going to give three things. All four of us in here, I think, are going to give uh, three things. And you, the audience, are going to get to choose which is a lie. So would you yeah. like to go first or would you like me yeah, to go I'll first? Yeah, I'll go first. So I need to come up with three or just one? Just three. Three. Okay. I had a dog, a three-legged dog, growing up, that got ran over by Pete's man named Wiki. Twice. Oh that seems a little right? too detailed. Second. Second. I'm sorry if that's real, and I'm just laughing at it. I'm Second. Just- <laughs> Second. <laughs> I have visited non-countries, non-missions trips. Non-countries. No, non-countries. Forget the mission strip. I've visited non-countries. And I am... I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. (laughs) All right, Ricky. All right, so we're all going to give ours right now? No, no, no. Somebody call in. Let me start over again. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I had a three-legged dog <laughs> that got ran over by a pizza man named no. Wiki twice. twice. Not once, but twice. Awesome. <laughs> I forgot the other thing I saw. I've been to nine countries. Nine countries. <sighs> Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. Hello, to, who do we have here? So, this is Thomas, guys. Thomas. Thomas, I love this guy. <laughs> Thomas Maddox, right? Yes, of course. I love Thomas Maddox. So, would you like to tell which was the lie out of that? Okay, so I called just out of curiosity because... Right. <laughs> I love Thomas. You were, you were thinking too hard about the Steelers comment. Right. And so... I want to know... If I may like the Steelers. Huh? Is this dog really that unlucky, though? <laughs> I mean, that, dog, that dog's had a rough go. That dog has had a rough go. So what is it? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with um, the three-legged dog. I have to. You think it's a lie? Yes. That's the truth. Yeah, I had a favorite. That really that happened. I, I was on a, I was on a trampoline. I was in junior high, <laughs> and this is one of the most traumatic childhood moments in my life. I love this three-legged dog that got obviously hit by another car because it chased it and lost its first leg, and so it went out. <laughs> wow. Poor Wiki. Poor pizza delivery guy, too. You should have seen my mom yell at him. It was great. <laughs> Do you feel better now? (laughs) (laughs) Gone. That poor dog. Thomas? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. (laughs) He's crying. He's crying. He didn't want it to be true. I didn't either. I wish I hadn't seen it, but I did. You just just can't unsee something. (laughs) And then, you know, it's funny now because it's crazy, like all those coincidences, but it really did happen. I watched it happen in front of my eyes, unfortunately. Yeah, the only thing missing is that dog's name being Lucky. Yeah, uh, the dog's name was Honey. Honey, okay. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Well, Thomas, I'm so glad you called in. 
Oh, absolutely, guys. I, I love the show, and y'all have a good one, okay? Love you too, man. Thanks, buddy. Peace. Uh, All right, we're going to go with another two truths and a lie. Ricky. So who's going next? Ricky's going. All right. My uh, my three, I'm going to start with this one. I thought she was going to say, I'll start with the truth one. <laughs> no, no, no. You thought I was... No, I had I had a good hunch. Yeah. yeah. It's because I was really bad on selling the Steelers. So yeah. <laughs> my first one is, I was born with two broken legs. I, growing up, Jeez. had a... The second one is, I was growing up, I was uh, I had a pet goat, and we actually called him Billy. I wonder where that name came from. Hmm. But uh, I had a goat named Billy growing yeah, up. Yeah. I don't know where that name comes from. And then the next one is, I have been to four different countries. So I'll let you guys pick of the three which one is a lie, but that's me. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. I got an idea, but I'm not sure. I think that that whole thing about the goat being named Billy, I think that's all made up. I don't know. Seriously, if you're listening to us out there, we have zero idea what the real... We usually know what the answer is in here. We don't have a clue. Do we, Derek? Nope. Wait, what? Yeah. Huh? To what did you just say? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I need to be thinking of mine. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of weird truths that I probably could have threw out there, but I'm sorry about your legs. I didn't want it to be too hard to where it was like, okay, like Seth's dog story. Like (laughs) That was fantastic. But like like he Steven bit, said, though. That was, he bit. He he went for it. He did. It was true. <laughs> I feel like your life had prepared you for this moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, I had a dog. You were losing it. You were <laughs> losing it. <laughs> a three-legged dog that got ran over. Okay, that's cool. Okay, not once, but twice. And it was a pizza delivery guy. Named Wiki. Named Wick. Yeah. <laughs> and one day I'll get to talk about this on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have known? Yeah, when he was on that trampoline, he wasn't probably worried about the radio. No. This has prepared me for a life in radio. <laughs> Do you know your three that you're going to go with, Stephen? I've been thinking about them, yeah. Uh, I'll let Stephen go next. I think I you're going to have to I think you're going to have to read them again. I don't know if we'll have anybody Get Nobody, those. nobody's answering online, so well, they don't know who what uh, Harold Dixon's original career was. So I'll give that out, and we can throw another one in. He was a truck driver. He was truck driver. Here, I can add to that. So uh, Harold Dixon's first job, uh, Harold Dixon's uh, job was truck driving. But what did he aspire? Oh, yes. I know that one. And it's hilarious. Harold Dixon is could seriously be a uh, Saturday Night Live sketch. If you if y'all want a good laugh, go back to the original shows. One, it was not as good quality as it is now, obviously. But the Harold Dixon episodes, oh my gosh. We had some funny laughs. Yes. Goat Simulator, 
goats. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tri- that's a for real game. I forget yeah. what you said. I but you said up. you said something that that was we not may wanna, good. We may want to shift gears and just go with a real trivia question on this. If nobody's yeah. calling on the, Deal. the truth and the lie, y'all want to know my? Uh, I hate to say that. Y'all want to know my lie? The country one's the lie. The country one's the lie. Yeah, I've well, been one? to two countries. I've been to Mexico. You came out with your legs broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both of them. Yep. I wore cast. I actually learned to crawl with cast on because I had them for so long. Jeez. Yeah. I would never guess that. Never, never broke a bone since, though. I've never broke a bone since I've been out of the womb. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Thanks a lot, Mom. Except you did at the very beginning. From I mean, womb I, I already to had, with no broken bones. I came out with broken bones of the womb. What so. were you doing oh, yes. in there? I don't know what I was doing. They just <laughs> all my guests. He was getting crazy. Thanks a lot, Mom. She may have had on some steps or something. Said, I, told <laughs> you, I told you, quit kicking me. Yeah. <laughs> said, Stop it! <laughs> wow. No, it may have happened during labor. I really don't know. I just know that all of my like newborn pictures and stuff, Like I got these big old white casts. <laughs> I want to see like, those. Really? Why are you wow. laughing That's at terrible. that right now? You're not laughing at this I want to see it. He's just now gotten over it, and you're laughing. Just at now it. gotten over it. If you're laughing at something like what that, why are you other, questioning yourself? What are the other ones? What are the other ones? You can question it. I don't know goat. what it is, huh? Yeah, the goat. You really did have a goat named Billy. I had like five goats actually, but one of them was named Billy. And you've only been to two? What two countries? Mexico and United States. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't count I the United been States. I've been there. Oh. <laughs> United. I've been to Saskatchewan. Where? Saskatchewan. Where's that? Canada. Okay. I just drove across the border and had a picture made with the sign of Saskatchewan. 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 Then to Haiti. Where the Sasquatch is from? I have been to Haiti. Hey, when when can we come back in? A minute 20. Okay. Ricky, you got a trivia question? Oh, got him. Oh, no. I can find one. That little gnat's been buzzing around me it the whole has. time. It has. It got all up in my face like all and on stuff. the microphone. It's irritating. Rude. Y'all, I'm ready for summer to be over. It's pretty hot. I'm done. Done with weather. With hot weather. weather. I'm done with hot weather. Done being hot. I need 65. Yeah, 65 that... and, and nice and breezy. I know. Campbell University, do you know their uh, mascot name? Yes, I do. The Bears. How yes, you? I do. They're from Dunn. Well, they're from, uh, what is it? They were from down the road. Do you want me to tell you? I don't, I mean, that was a, that was a trivia. Okay. Well, yeah. well, don't tell us. Just came I'll University. show you. I know exactly what it is. Because it used to be down the road from where I lived. Look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants. Oh, uh, there's 18. actually a word before that. I mean that is that is it, but there's a word before that animal. Ten seconds. I'm gonna swap this over. Really? All right, we have a new trivia question, Ricky. Campbell University. What is their mascot's uh, name? From Bowie Creek, North Carolina. Yep. Yep. Good old Bowie Creek. Here it's nice Bowie time Creek. Here. It's very small. Campbell University. <laughs> blank, blank. We need the mascot. Their colors are orange and black. 
So they're Halloween colors. I have watched a basketball game in their stadium. Well, look at you, Mr. World Traveler. No, it was Been to nine countries and Campbell University. (laughs) It was right beside where I used to make fun of him for breaking his legs. I feel bad about (laughs) that. I wasn't making fun of him for breaking his legs. I was just trying to imagine it and... You I still mean, got the cast? I didn't feel it. I mean, you, got the, you still got the cast? My dad had one of the casts, yeah. Can you wear those next week? No, it's oh, like okay. this little. They're <laughs> <laughs> like super small. Look, I still fit my baby cast. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> Did you like... You I mean, I, I feel like I have to ask this. Did you like bust out of them like Forrest Gump did? <laughs> I didn't physically. I don't physically remember it or anything okay. like that. I just say that. Then everywhere like little, he went, he was running. We had <laughs> Polaroid pictures of me. I got you. You know that was the thing then. Wow. I guess if you're gonna break both legs, that's a great time to do it. Because, no. like you said, you don't remember. Well, my parents One, also and felt you're not bad. walking anyway. Yeah. I mean. My parents actually. There's a lot of photos of me from actually like my waist up because it's not like a a memory that my parents necessarily cared for. Yeah, it's not remember. something you want to put in a yearbook. So yeah. a lot of my pictures were actually from my waist. Smart, up. smart. So there's not many of them, but they're they are out there. I mean, they're in like they do exist. Album somewhere, yeah. They're on the interwebs. Yeah, somewhere. No, probably not. <laughs> they haven't made it to the cloud yet. <laughs> Once they do, China's got them. Have y'all seen the? <laughs> have y'all seen that? Uh, no, he's right. <laughs> it's not a good show, but the upload show yet they've come out with. No, I haven't oh. seen that one. Oh. And the, the, I saw where the guy, that's the creator of The Office that made that, right? Yeah. yeah. They talk about uploading. You've seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. You know, that wouldn't that be weird? It would be. It'd be Your like consciousness to us be uploaded. becoming Sam's characters, yeah. essentially. Yeah. You have to buy stuff, too. It's yeah. like you have to have enough money to live there for eternity. The people on Earth have to have enough money for you to. Yeah. Or your inheritance, I guess. Right. But mm-hmm. it's still. There's some comments there, and I'll just leave them alone. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's wild. It's <laughs> I don't there. know what you're talking about. We're yeah. not going to give any any free stuff away today. Guess not. Guess not. We did we did have one bite on my story. There, my we should just gave him the it prize. Not too hard. Well, you could Google. You could Google. It. You couldn't have Googled our thing. You could have Googled the university. Yeah, you could do that. You guys want the horn? Yep. All right, that sound lets you know we're at the end of our show. This is the point where it is appropriate to cry. I was about to say, anyway. tears all around. Hey, you can find us when we're not here at Instagram at varsity underscore radio underscore show. I think we got somebody on the phone. We have somebody on the phone to answer your question, Ricky. Let's bring them on. Who we got? Oh, no. Hello? I think it was a... Robocall. Hmm. It's gone. <laughs> they're, they're calling to tell us about our extended warranty. warranty. Hello? I wish we could get a robocall. We love you. Radio. We love you, but we're not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Go ahead, Derek. If you are on the gram, as the kids say, you can find us at varsity underscore radio underscore show. And also on Twitter at, at literally the at symbol. Varsity Radio 885. Facebook app Varsity Radio Show. And then on a slew of different podcasting apps like Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all those other ones. Yeah, you can find us there. 
And we stream now. Mm-hmm. Our radio station streams, so you can be on the beach. We streaming. You could be anywhere and everywhere. And uh, and so that stuff right there, we're everywhere. And we'll miss Take you. Take us with you. We'll Take miss us. you. All right. See you next week. See you next week, guys. Hey, we'll have another great show, 2.30 to 4.30 at the Varsity. Also, we want to tell you about B&B Video Games. Uh, we've been telling you about this really neat, unique place right beside Pizza Hut in Albertville. Uh, and they are open every day of the week, I believe. Also, we want to tell you about Frank's Thunder Alley. What a great place to go bowling. Fun, awesome place to go bowling in Boaz, Alabama. And let's not forget the place that changes our hearts and stomachs every week. You want to tell them about it, Ricky? Yes, they are the home of the famous char-grilled wildcat burger Scrumptious Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheese Steaks, Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. You can find them at 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville. That is Char Burger, 256-505-4720. Hey, we'll see you back next week on 88.5 JFM. Same varsity time, same varsity place.